Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. Well, well, welcome into Just. An average NFL podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. And we are here. We are raring to go with our new format. <laughs> it's going to be Baker's Don'ts <laughs> and Daniel's Bottoms. <laughs> uh, I will say it was a whole different research criteria I had to go through in order to get the players I was looking for. Same. And so uh, same. <laughs> we're going to see how that goes. But uh, you can find us at avgnflpod.com, and from there you can click the buttons to go find us on Apple, Spotify, and just about anywhere you can get a podcast, or you can search for Just an Average NFL Podcast. Go give us a like, follow, subscribe, look for us on the socials, Facebook, Just an Average NFL Podcast, X, at avgnflpod, and on uh, TikTok, at avgnflpod. Okay, we're getting ready for the week, and... um, there's a lot of did not practices today. There's a few limiteds. Um, I'm not super concerned by uh, most of these, but um, they definitely need to be mentioned. So, because last week I wasn't super concerned about DK and he didn't play. So and the same thing happened with uh, Farmuth. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot was late. Now they are. Yeah. So. Um, so we'll run through the, D- the did not DMPs. I'm not going to list why they weren't, um, except for one. I will. Uh, Everett was out, Josh Palmer, Hawkinson, Mostert, Tyreek didn't practice, Robert Woods, Justin Fields, which we expected that. I, we don't expect him to play this week. Um, Curtis Samuel, Zay Jones still dealing with what he was dealing with. Kamara is the one I will mention. He missed because of an illness, so I definitely don't worry too much about that. Zach Moss, Aaron Jones, and Kareem Hunt, although they seem pretty optimistic Hunt will play, and Aaron Jones, uh, from what I was reading. Uh, the Limiteds, Hunter Henry, Jalen Waddell, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Taysom Hill, Darren Waller, uh, Barkley, and DK Metcalf were all limited t- today as well, so mm-hmm. need to monitor that. But full practice, Eckler, I was worried about him, um, uh, but apparently whatever he tweaked, uh, I don't think it was his uh, injured ankle, I think he tweaked his other ankle, but it seems to be pretty good. Uh, Kyler Murray full practice. Um, I, I, I look, I, I don't have any inside tap into any stuff. I just listen to other quote experts, and uh, one of the uh, the podcasts that I listen to, they're based out of Arizona. You might have heard of them. They're the biggest fantasy podcast out there. Just and, that, oh no, never mind. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but. Uh, they were the ones um, were were talking about how they were hearing in Arizona that Kyler, uh, based off of what the beat writers and stuff are saying, are there could be playing as early as this week. Now it still hasn't been made official, but if he's running with the ones and practicing full, it could be wheels up. Now they have a tough matchup this week. I definitely am not starting Kyler if I've got him, but it's it, you know they have two tough matchups coming up. I can't remember the order. Um, you know when we get into the key games later, but. One's uh they're playing Baltimore and I think Cleveland in the next two weeks. I don't remember if it's mm-hmm. Cleveland Baltimore or Baltimore Cleveland, but either way, those are two very tough defenses. So, um, but for anybody who has Kyler who's been stashing him or went out and grabbed him, you want to get him on the field as soon as possible 
so he can get back into the, the playing shape because you it, hopefully you didn't grab him expecting him to play him right away. So you want to see what you got, what he, what he's got, and uh, if you can get a couple weeks even against tough defenses, if he can go out there and look okay, then you're going to feel pretty good because their schedule after that is really, really nice. They have one of the uh, projected weakest uh, quarterback schedules uh, for fantasy coming up. And if Kyler can get on and be anything like we know he can be in fantasy, he could potentially be a league winner quarterback for people. So definitely want to keep an eye on that. Uh, Baker uh, Mayfield was questionable. Uh, Brock Purdy, he also did not practice. He is now in the concussion protocol. Apparently he was exhibiting concussion symptoms on the flight back. So it's looking like um, uh, Sam Darnold yep. is uh, Samuel. Samuel Darnold. <laughs> Darnold is practicing. Uh uh, Deshaun Watson, he still has uh, my shoulder hurts itis, even though he's been cleared, he's medically cleared, he's uh, had it looked at again, and they're like, nah, it's it's good, um, but he says it hurts, and, and uh, you can't really, it's one of those things where if somebody says something hurts, there's really no way to determine whether it's actually hurting or not. I can tell you the way he was throwing the ball, damn sure looked like it was hurting, <laughs> but uh, um, so I, I think they've already basically said that uh, P.J. Walker will be starting again for Cleveland, which he's 2-0, so... Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, Miles Sanders with the uh, with the Panthers went full practice. It's interesting because they're playing against Houston, one of the weaker uh, rush defenses out there. So, I mean, I got Miles. If you got Miles, if he's ready to go, I'll throw him in the lineup, and I'm hoping for the best. Um, on the other side of the ball, it's also interesting. Uh, we didn't talk about this uh, yesterday, but there's a potential shift going on in the backfield for the Texans that needs to be monitored, and. Um, you know, with Singletary getting more percentages, and they both had uh, essentially the same amount of touches last time, but um, Singletary was out there for 54%, whereas Pierce is only out there for 32%. And Pierce, uh, from what I could tell, he was doo-doo buns, and Singletary was over four yards of carry. So there could be a potential shift at running back, um, or it could just be a straight-up committee uh, moving forward. So you just – Need to keep an eye on that, but they're playing against the Panthers, who are also terrible against the rush. So you're going to want to get them in your lineup. Yeah. So if Pierce starts out and starts looking good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it could be. It next could be a hot hand we, situation. Yeah, yeah. It could be a next week situation where we see who actually gets sit out, sat out, whichever. Yeah. Though. I mean, if I've got Damian Pierce, I'm playing him this week. I picked him up in in our your your league, Hanky Panky. Yeah. I plan on playing him because I've had um, uh, what's his name. Javante Williams for uh, Denver, who's just been killing me. So I'm looking for anything I can get at running back in that league. Anyway, um, Roshan Johnson, it was a full practice, but he is still in the protocol, which I'm, from my understanding, is still part of the process. They give you one day of a full practice to make sure you don't have any side effects before they officially release you from the protocol. So. Barring any headaches or light sensitivity or any of those things after practice today, I expect we will see Roshan change to healthy tomorrow and be ready to go. That's another backfield up in question now. If Roshan comes back after Dante Foreman just went out there and dominated this week, um, you know how that's going to look moving forward. There's a lot of ambiguity. Um, this is another one of them. Uh, do, you, do you need I'm to ask? I'm Googling your... it right now. <laughs> okay. I, I'm trying to how you spell that. <laughs> I, I, now, look, I can say it, but I can't <laughs> spell it. Yeah, there's a lot of ambiguity with a lot of these backfields, so we need to, uh, to monitor that. But, I mean, the way the running back's uh, landscape is right now, if you got if you got one or the other, you're throwing them, you're throwing them in the lineup most likely. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Jerome Ford is, is avoided the IR, but he is 
definitely going to miss one, probably two weeks with his injury. So Kareem Hunt is interesting, and, and uh, Pierre Strong will be talking about uh, here later. All right, so from there, let's go ahead and roll into key, the the primetime games and some key games. Let's see, what are we going to do? Let's hit... Um, All right, so here we are um, heading into week eight, essentially the halfway point. And Baker, you're making you're making roster moves in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> uh, so the first uh, game Always of the slate out here, making work, baby, making work. <laughs> that Thursday night game, um, it is Tampa Bay versus Buffalo. I feel like this is going to be a get right game for Buffalo. They're playing at home, and Tampa's defense is not as vaunted as it has been in the past. I mean, they're still pretty good, but they're definitely not what they were last year, where you're just you know kind of worried about them. Um, they need to be good because that's the only way the Bills are going to play good. Because they suck against shitty teams and they <laughs> play great against good teams. That's true. So, that is true. So if they're not good, then we're going to see the Bills struggling <laughs> out there again. So. Yeah, I'm definitely not looking to play Baker with him being limited and uh, playing against a tough Bills defense. I don't want to play him. But, I, yeah, Josh Allen's in your lineup. Yep. Um, on the other side of the ball, I'm playing Rashad White if I got him. I have to. I mean, he's mm-hmm. getting the volume. He, he's, he can't run the ball worth a crap, but – he gets a he gets all them dump offs. Um, yes, James Cook. Yes, uh, Latavius Murray. I'm throwing him in the lineup if I got him. You know, yeah, he's 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 getting like fifty percent. You know, fifty percent of the snaps, and uh, he's getting those in uh, inside the ten zone, five zone uh, mm-hmm. carries as well. So, um, the running back or the quarterback. Oh my good grief! <clears throat> the wide receivers. I mean, yes, Diggs. I will. Gabe Davis is interesting to me because he's he's uh he. He's like he had those what three or four weeks in a row where he got you a tud, and then he hasn't you know he's disappeared, and so now it's yeah. like uh, I don't know what to do. I, I I've been kind of using him or Judy as my third wide receiver or my second flex in a league that that uh in the, in our bling league, mm-hmm. and uh and and now I'm just like I, I'm I'm up in the air about which one of them I start this week, um, and so I don't I don't know. What are your feelings on Gabe Davis right now? I I mean. I really don't know. He's always kind of lower on the lower side of targets to begin with. Yeah. And you're kind of hoping for the touchdown a lot of times. I mean, he still but had four had and he had five targets the last, <clears throat> but he only had three catches and then one catch. And one catch. Yeah. yeah and that killed you. And, and no tuds. You know, like I said, he had, yeah, he had four games straight where he had touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. touchdown, yeah. touchdown. And, and, and I don't know. It's like, I guess. If the offense is clicking, then Gabe's going to be clicking, and yeah. if the offense isn't, then it, it, that's the one that's going to hurt you. I think I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. This would be a tough week to really choose from. I think Gabe Davis is going to be a, a a safer ceiling. Like you're going to get, you're more likely to get big points out of him, right? Than Judy this week because we're going to talk about his quarterback later. So yeah, I just um I I if I had both I'd play Gabe this week. Okay, personally. All right. Um, on the other side of the ball, Godwin, Mike, Mike Evans, um, I'm, they're both in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we'll. Uh, no, we're not. I, I almost picked. I almost picked Tompkins as a, uh, as one of my Daniels bottoms, Devin Tompkins. Ah. He's been getting targets. He's somebody you should at least be monitoring. Um, you know, it, it, he's. 
you're getting four, three or four targets every game. Now they're not value targets and they're not end zone targets and none of that stuff. And Trey Palmer as well, but they're he's they're definitely trying to figure out. I mean, two games ago, two weeks ago, Trey Palmer had seven targets. He only caught two of them, but still. Yeah. So I, you know, I mean, it's not like this offense is prolific. So finding the third wide receiver in this is not going to like win you a fantasy league. Exactly. But if you're desperate, these could be some guys that you're you're at least monitoring. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, yes, wheels up. It's time. Uh, Dawson Knox is, is out. This, this is what we're looking for. We're looking for Dalton Kincaid to go out there and dominate. He had a good week last week. Eight targets, eight catches, 75 yards. That's what you want to see. Uh, played 61% of the snaps. So, I mean, let's go. Yep. Let's go. It's time. Uh, Kate Otten, yes. Um, he was almost also – <laughs> I don't know why I was looking at Tampa Bay players as my bottoms. <laughs> but last week, Kate Otten had six targets, five receptions, you know. So it looks like they're trying to get him more involved. But again, you know, Buffalo's a tough defense, and players, game script's going to dictate a lot of this. But I do expect that they're going to have to pass a lot. Now, if Cal Trask ends up having to be the QB because Baker can't go, then all of that changes. Yeah. It <laughs> it's, could... Then it's just <laughs> all I'm looking for is Godwin, Evans, and White, and that's it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's, it's, it's. so all right so that's the uh the thursday night game let's, let's see you know the first uh game on the main slate I, I don't really care to talk about the panthers and texans yeah it's uh um but uh is the cowboys are the rams at the cowboys you got the rams are three and four the cowboys are four and two um the cowboys are the worst four and two team in the world <laughs> their offense is garbage they're they're the slowest of pace offense i think right now in the league um but their defense is pretty damn amazing but they they still have got housed a couple times so yeah it's, it, it, so i don't you know it's one of those they're kind of a what did i say that one time that heckle and jide yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you don't know what's gonna come up <laughs> it's yeah yeah um but uh yeah i'm not scared to throw stafford out there against dallas you know with the receivers i mean there's other qbs i would rather play I would play Dak over Stafford, who's on the other side of the ball, obviously. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, uh, but uh, if, if you got him, you know, I don't know. I might play Sam Howell over Stafford, even in a tough matchup against Philadelphia. So, I don't know. What are your feelings on playing Stafford this week if you have to against that tough Dallas defense? I mean, if, if you got him and he's who you're right, you've been riding with this far, I mean, he hasn't really, like – let you down, let you down. I mean, he's been pretty average, middle of the road. Yeah, he's not going to win you the week, but he's not going to lose you. Exactly. The week, I mean, likely. he's going to get you 15, 18 points, I'm sure. And I mean, even against Dallas, right? I'm sure a few, something's going to slip through there. But I mean, I like you said, there was a lot of other quarterbacks that option wise, yeah, you could you, definitely put in. I, I would play Jordan Love against think, uh, over him. I think week. Love's going to have a good week this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm playing Dak against uh, them, of course. I, and and I, I will say one thing's interesting. Um, I heard today. Dak is uh they have played against a lot of of of, of uh, teams that they they're hard against the pass to start their season mm-hmm. and on the back half they're playing against a lot of teams that are a pass funnel yeah so Dak could have a bigger fantasy impact on yeah, the back half of the season coming, yeah. coming back through this and this way, is the yeah. time of year where where that's the kind of we were just talking about that before you know how we how we approach trades and you you actually said it really well because. You know, this is exactly in in redrafts specifically. The way that I try to approach trades is I want I want the the trade to look good now to both parties, but I'm trying to acquire players 
that I mean, unless I'm in a win, like I got to win this week, but I'm trying to acquire players that are going to carry me down the, the stretch. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, and so it's like a, a couple, a few weeks ago, I made a trade. Uh, I traded Jordan Love and Keenan Allen, and I ended up getting, um, I ended up getting uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that seems like I gave up a ton of value because at the time, Love was doing good. was a top five quarterback, yeah. and and uh, uh, um, Mahomes was. You know, bottom ten, but I had wide receiver depth. I knew Keenan Allen would would pique the interest, and and the person I was trading with needed a quarterback. And I, you know, and so, so it worked out for everybody. Yeah, and and I'm I'm expecting Mahomes to be that bigger that to have that good play on the back end, which this week was a a, a, a sample of that. Anyway, so you know, it's it's this is the kind of time where you're you're trying to maybe look at these players long term, especially if you have teams that you you're pretty sure are going to compete. So, uh, um, Daryl Henderson, so I don't really know what's going on. Like, I, I expect Daryl Henderson to be the main starter for the Rams. But I also, they're also talking about they want to get Miles Gaskin involved. Mm. And this could be a De- DeMicardo situation where Zach Evans didn't get any touches last week, and this week he gets a ton of touches. Yeah. So, it's, it's scary. If I've got Henderson, I'll, I mean, I'm going to put him in the lineup. I'm going to play him. I mean, you still got Freeman there. Yeah, and Freeman, who also got touches. Well, so, so yeah, he had a. It's a. It's definitely. I think it's going to be a hot hand if Daryl Henderson goes out there and gets shut down with his Dallas defense, and you're going to start seeing other people get thrown out there. It, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, looking at the numbers last week, Daryl Henderson was out there for 57 percent of the snaps, but he only averaged three and a half yards a carry, while yeah. Royce Freeman was out there for. 43% of the snaps, but he averaged five and a half yards right. carry. So Henderson just got the touchdown. Right. So it was really the difference maker between the two. So I mean, yeah. it was. So I, I think as much as we think Daryl Henderson is the dude, I still think it's there's a little bit of, quote, uh, like I said earlier, ambiguity yeah, in this backfield. Little question marks everywhere. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, a backfield where there is no question mark is the Dallas backfield. Tony Pollard is mm-hmm. the guy, and he, he owns that backfield. He's going to get the volume, throw, put him in the lineup, feel good. Um, he's going to have a great week, I believe. Yes, I believe Cooper so Cup, too. yes. Puka Nakua, yes. yes. Tutu Atwell, nah, I don't think I'm playing him this week if I don't have to. Um, in a it, way, way deep, if it's a bottom situation, yeah. you have to have. Somebody I mean, if you're three league. wide receiver, double flex, fourteen man leagues, yeah, two twos. They, in they, there. they throw so many, they throw the ball so much there. It's it's got to go other places. Well, let me as ask well, you on so. the other side of the ball: if you had Brandon Cooks or Tutu Atwell, who are you playing? Probably play Brandon Cooks just because of volume. Because I know yeah. Puka's going to get volume. I know Cup's going to get volume. So two you're hoping Tutu get, gets a couple long catches he's and maybe gonna, a tug. Exactly. I mean, he, he can get you seven points on one catch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and that's 50 yards downfield, yeah. half point percent, you know, 55.5 yeah. right there. Where Cooks, it's, I mean, he's going to get, I th- I'm pretty certain he's going to get four to six targets at least i mean he he's he's got four targets each each of the last week two of those games he caught all four only one of them he caught one but we i mean he's had four or more every week actually yeah. he's had four every week except when we get seven more <laughs> i just I, I don't know too i think they're coming off this bye and i'm hoping that they kind of see that what they were doing isn't really working they were relying too much on the defense they're gonna have yeah. to throw the ball a little more and put a little more on well Dak, we're gonna need the rams good, to press them a bit too yeah. yeah so i mean so hopefully it, they, they get it moved around some because so they probably throw the ball half as many times as the rams do yeah <laughs> uh cd lamb yes uh yes. jake ferguson yes uh Higby, I don't really want to play in, in, unless I'm desperate. Yeah, no, he, you know? he took a big hit when Cup came back. Yeah, yeah, when Cup came back and these and Puka and, and uh, mm-hmm. Tutu emerging as wide receivers. All right, so from there, let's hit the uh, Vikings at the Packers. Um, 
I think Jordan Love's going to have a big week. Um, I saw a thing. I saw a post today, or a tweet, I guess I should say, or, or whatever they call it now. I mean, X. Exit. Exit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I don't remember exactly how it was worded, but essentially what the guy said was, "It would be nice if the Packers didn't come out in the first half and play like they were scared of football." until the second half when they have to just throw everything to the wind to try to to, to try to win, win a game. And stay in the game or whatever yeah, yeah. And it's like it's so it's it like has been like that it's a lot what it year. does like seem like it seems like they walk out there it's like the first half they're so timid they're so worried about making mistakes yeah that they, tr- they play super conservative and and all that and then in the second half when they're down by two scores it's like all right time to really play but um you know jordan love still he's been over 20 points all except one week um, and so I, I feel pretty good that regardless of how they play, he's going to get your points for you in fantasy. Yeah, Kink, yeah. I mean, he's doing his thing. He he put up finally. Like Kink doesn't ever put up over. Oh no, I'm sorry. Well, I don't know what league this is, but I think he put up over thirty or close to thirty in a regular uh, half him, point. I got him at thirty here. Thirteen the week before, twenty-seven, fifteen. So, what week league before. is that though? This is Megalobol. Yeah, Megalobol. Um, it adds like a point zero one or something per completion. Oh, okay. But uh, so, so he's close. close. Like, still yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Um, I'm concerned about Madison. Do you know that that Minnesota every single touchdown they scored this season has been a passing touchdown? They have zero rushing touchdowns. Oh wow. Yeah, every single touchdown, and and so. You know, Madison is just—he's just meh. He's the most—he's just an average running back. He's, he he is, is our just an average running back. I mean, he—he he, apparently, I mean, he does better with more carries on average, anyways. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's, they're not really running the ball whole. Oh, they did a few games. You know, he got over ten carries in. Three yeah, he's games. definitely not getting the volume Four for games. sure. So I mean, I, I but I don't I don't watch the game, so I don't know. Like when they get in the red zone, yeah, you know, what, yeah, it's, what to do? They're not even trying. It looks no, like because I mean, they they can't because they he's he's their 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 O line's not creating, not not uh, dominating the line, and so he's just getting shut down. Acres yeah. has actually looked better a lot of times running the ball, uh, to me, but they're they're using still using him sparingly. Yeah, so. he's still. I mean, obviously, if you got Madison, he's in the lineup, but it's just like, oh God, you're killing me. Yeah, um, Aaron Jones, come on, we need you to pick it up. I would Please. actually be able, be willing to play Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon this week. Um, Dillon's look good the last two weeks. He's, he, mean, yeah, he's starting to get back to what he was two years ago. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, he's getting more usage and he's he's doing a lot more with it. He looks mm-hmm. a lot better with what is. Yeah, there's a couple doing. runs he made last week where he just absolutely dumpster runs. Oh yeah. Um, Jordan Addison looks to be the real fucking deal. Two touchdowns last week. I mean, in a couple, one he just like took it from the guy. I mean, yeah. he had one taken from him. But then he went and took one from him. He took it right back. He's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, K.J. Osborne is not panning out to be what we thought he would be, uh, a target machine. When Jefferson went down, he's just, again, meh. Um, uh, Brandon Powell, um, he's you know, he, he, he's going to be hit or miss. So, um, if deeper leagues, I'll be willing to play them both. But, the, you know, I feel like I would rather play Romeo Dobbs over Osborne. Yeah, yeah you know? especially this matchup, too. I might even be looking to play Reed over Osborne, um, you know, it, you know, depending on um, what what because uh, I think Reed has more upside. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying Osborne's going to get you nine nine points. That's it. He's that's his ceiling. Tens is ceiling. 
Reed's gets Gushu, or maybe he can get you fifteen or sixteen. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Watson's been killing a lot of fantasy rosters so far this season. He last two weeks he's played over eighty percent of the snaps. He's had seven targets, five targets, but he hasn't done anything with those targets. Three catches. I mean, he had ninety-one yards on three catches what, before the bye. But still, last, still on seven targets, though. So yeah. You do better no touchdowns that. or anything. So. I mean, I, I played him against Minnesota. Maybe he breaks one. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, Romeo Dobbs, yes. He's in the lineup. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, dude's just an animal. Um, I, I, I read somewhere that his target percentage uh, before – with Justin Jefferson is like 19%, his target share. Mm-hmm. Without Justin Jefferson, his target share is 27%. Ew. So the targets we thought that were going to go to Osborne – are actually going to Hawkinson. I don't know. Hawkinson just gets 27% of the shares all season long. I mean, yeah. Well, they probably like, throw the ball more with Jefferson in there. Yeah. You know? it's, but like last week. <laughs> he had 12 targets last yeah, week, 11, 11 receptions. Yeah, yeah. Week before was 8 and 6, uh, 8 and 5. Now 3 and 2, that hurts you against Carolina. But then mm-hmm. 11 and 8, 8 and 7, 9 and 8. I mean, he's, he's averaging over 8 a game except yeah. for week 4 against Carolina. Uh, Luke Musgrave on the other side. The last four games, if you take out the game that he got hurt, where he only played twenty five percent of the snaps, only got one target, he's he's had uh, five or more targets. He had eight targets, seven targets, and then five targets. Um, he's definitely getting the, the the stuff, and I'm 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 not worried about throwing him in the lineup. Um, and so uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. So you know, um, I don't I, I always forget to give the record, but the Vikings are three and four. They're fighting you know fighting for the North. The Packers are two and four. No one's really separated themselves besides the Lions um, up there in the north. So everyone else is, is really just floundering kind of in the mm-hmm. mid. But I will say that the Vikings have had a couple really tough wins, and they have surprised me. Um, and the good thing that I think for fantasy managers is if they were going to be no chance of doing anything, then I don't know that Jefferson comes back. But if they can stay in the mix – this win last week against the 49ers Jefferson, is a big is a big yeah. win. That was uh, that let them know they could do it. Exactly, it's a tough team, it's a tough matchup, and they pulled it out. So I mean, I think that kind of gave them a little it, confidence. And if they can get this win, they'll be at five hundred. So you know, any any Justin Jefferson managers out there in redraft, you're wanting, or I guess even in dynasty, but you're wanting them to keep winning because the longer they stay in the fight, the better chance Justin Jefferson comes back and plays. Exactly. Um, all right. So from there. Let's uh let's roll to the the Patriots at Miami. Um you know the the New England offense actually looked like it was doing something uh last week and so this Miami defense isn't great. I expect New England's to be able to move the ball um and so uh, you know last week Mac Jones had a good week. He's been absolute horrid before the, the couple weeks before that, but uh you know, I wouldn't be scared to play him this week if if I had to. Yeah. Just based off the fact that Miami is is not good and it but Miami is also going to score. So it's it's he's not gonna, it's going to be gonna a shootout. Force him to throw the ball yeah. a lot more, I mean. Um yeah, two is out there, but I will say two is kind of boom bust. You know, if you go look, it's it's like he he gets you close to 30 or he gets you 15. Yeah. <laughs> and so um I mean, it's just based off of the way the season's going, this should be a boom week, but uh they're playing at home, so that's that's also good. Um, Ramondre, as long as he gets passes, he catches passes. You're having a good week. 
if if he doesn't catch passes, then it's going to be bad because he can't run the wall worth a yeah, damn. It's, it's just not good. Yeah, it doesn't look good for him. Uh, Zeke, uh, you know, it's not getting a ton of fantasy points, but he's getting he's getting carries where you want him. You know, he's going to get the goal line stuff. So yeah, yeah, this is two weeks in a row he's gotten a touchdown. I mean, they're definitely trying to use him more. In the, and actually, yeah. he got two touchdowns in one game. One got called back on a holding call. That's and true. It was a big run. You yeah, know, yeah. So, and that's uh, that's what you want. You know, especially if you have to play him. I mean. He's definitely a oh crap. Who am I gonna replace yeah. this with? Pull yep. off your bench kind of situation. But um, on the other side of the ball, Mostert. I mean, yeah, you got him. Going to play him. I've made some trades for him this week. I need big stuff to happen with him. Jeff Wilson. I you know I expected more out of him last week, but it was his first week back off being off IR. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just if if he doesn't get any play to, this week, then I don't know. I like drop the guy. I guess right. Um. Uh, so I don't know if I want to play anybody else unless I'm just super desperate yeah. out of that backfield right now. Kendra Bourne is, I think, is finally emerging out of the backfield as the best wide receiver, and um, you know, so I expect him to go out there and just keep rolling and get getting more targets. You know, last week he had he two weeks ago he had 11 targets, caught 10 of them for 89 yards. Last week he had seven targets, caught six, and he got a tud. So you know, he's been a he's he's been the wide receiver 10, wide receiver 15. Um, the last two weeks, and uh, I just I think that uh, he's got that trust with Mac, and you know he, I think he's kind of that go-to Juju. I don't think Juju played last week. Last two weeks he's been out. Yeah, and so he is supposed to be back. I think he's practicing in full. So I don't know how this. I don't think it's going to affect Bourne, but it's definitely going to. It could affect Mario Douglas. I'm, but I got a sneaky suspicion this is going to be a big week for Julio. Or not Julio, but Juju Smith. Really? I, I don't know why. I don't have any logic behind it, but I, I drafted him in one of the leagues and I've gridded it and hated it and trying to, you know, I don't want to let him go because I'm just afraid it's going to it's gonna click. Something's going to flip and New England's going to figure out and start using it. I, I don't know. But for some reason, I got this weird gut feeling yeah. that we're going to wake up and Juju's going to have 15 points this next week. And I'll be like, what? The, like more than he scored all freaking season. You know, yeah. he's done nothing this year, like literally nothing. He's gotten targets. He's just done nothing with them. I yeah. Mean, it's. But I just I don't know I, I got and it could be wrong. Don't I'm not using that as any kind of thing <laughs> yeah. to go play him. I'm just saying I'm gonna laugh if he has a big week this next week because I sure should don't have him in any lineup anymore. He's on waivers everywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, Tyreek, of course, yes. we need to talk about that. Yep. Waddle, yeah, I'm, I mean he hasn't been super awesome, but he hasn't been horrid either the last few weeks. He's still he's still he's not killing you, but he's not winning you anything. He's either. been pretty average. Yeah. 10, um, 10, 7. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard for us to talk about the points because we're in these leagues have so much different scoring. But he's had 10 targets, 9 targets, 6 targets um, the last three weeks. Five catches, seven catches, six catches. So he's had uh, two out of the last three weeks. He's got a touchdown. So, yeah, you're playing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to play anybody else, but I will say that, that Cedric Wilson Jr. gets his, has been used, um, you know, in some pretty key situations in games, it's not like he's getting like you know twelve targets or anything. But I don't know. Um, I'm definitely not playing him. But it's 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 been interesting to me. Him and Barrios. You know, I, maybe it's just because I want them to stop stealing targets from Tyreek <laughs> or, or Waddle. Or Waddle, yeah. yeah. I'm, n- no, I don't want any of the tight ends. Stay away from. Yeah, me. no thanks. Not not even <laughs> as a joke or even interested. Uh, let's see. All right, let's let's see. Let's, let's roll on up here. Let's go to the uh, Eagles at uh, the Footy McFootball Manders. Oh, did you see the, the curse of Claypool? Um, I did actually see that. Um, 
the thing about how bad teams are that they've been as soon as Claypool leaves, they win. Well, the, the Steelers were two and six when they had Claypool, and now they've gone eleven and four since they traded him. Okay. And then the Dolphins were five and one, or yeah, Dolphins were five and one before activating him, and they've already lost the first game with him being active, which was last week. And uh, the Bears were two and one since they traded him, and they were zero and thirteen since they've had him. So it's like uh, Claypool is the number three best losing receiver for the teams <laughs> overall. Well, that's interesting because he hasn't been playing for them. He's just been activated. It's just his, it's his just presence. his ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just yep. It's just not good. Um, let's see. Philadelphia at the Footy Big Football Manners. Philly's tough um, defense, especially against the run. So, uh, but you got Jalen Hurts. He's out there. Sam Howell. I, I wouldn't. I mean. I don't want to play him against Philadelphia, but as much as he throws the ball, yeah. he's he's like uh, he's like Jameis Winston light. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna throw the ball enough. Just not as good. Yeah, he's gonna throw the ball enough that it's gonna. Well, I don't know. Last week he didn't do so well, but you know he's throwing the ball. You know forty, you know <laughs> forty-one, fifty-one. I mean, it's it's just uh, forty-two times in some of these games, and 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 I think this game script's going to rely on him throwing the ball again in the 40s so i just need some touchdowns is all i care about yes need some touchdowns i mean uh deandre swift yeah i'm throwing him out there i don't want to touch any of them other running backs brian robinson i mean yeah i'm playing him i'm not expecting a ton from him but uh you know he's just a he's just a not gonna goose me i'm not expecting a 20 you know some sort of 20 point week out of him but just get me 10 (laughs) so uh, AJ Brown, the man, the myth, the legend. He's just bigger, faster, stronger than you, and he's going to get fantasy he's points. Definitely bigger, stronger <laughs> than me, hundred uh, percent. Devonta Smith is um, he, he's not been very good the last few weeks, and it's hurting, hurting me in so many ways. It's mostly my feelings. It, it's definitely hurting my feelings. I'm I yeah. drafted. I meant, not, not drafted. I tried to get him in a couple dynasties in the off season. You know, figuring he is the two, yeah. he's going to be – and I, I kind of saw that it was going to take a little bit of a step back, but I didn't realize that he was going to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like – it's it's not been nearly what I was hoping. Uh, it was good at the beginning, week one yeah. and two. It was like, okay, and then it just, since, since then it's kind of just fizzled. It's like, you know, the when you like sparkler. It's, it's amazing at first, <laughs> and then you're just like, well, it's, now it's yeah. nothing. And it just fizzles out, so – I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully things turn around. It, it it picks up for him, and we have one of those, you know. Yeah. Oh, there he weeks. is. Yeah, exactly. Weeks, yeah. There's a. This will be one of the one of those weeks where everybody's like, ah, that's yep. right. We remembered Vonta Smith now. But I'm still playing him everywhere. I I still. Yeah, you can't sit him. And against Washington, I mean, hopefully their defense is or it, it lets things happen enough to where you know. Yeah. They have to throw the ball. Maybe sent. Like I said, if Howell's going to put up touchdowns, Devonta Smith is going to be part of the game. So. Uh, you mean hurts? Or no? I mean, uh, I was talking about Sam Howell puts up touchdowns. Like, compa- oh, keep the game going. Oh, if he can. Oh, if I got you. Keep, got you. Got if he can start, if they can, if they can keep the game close, scoring, yeah, 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 exactly. Devonta Smith gonna be a lot more uh-huh. useful. I mean, active they in. could put Devonta Smith out there on defense and just hopefully, you know, try. To- <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine's well. Uh, McLaurin, yeah, I'm putting him out there. Curtis Samuel, his last week wasn't great, but he still had eight targets. Yeah, so. I mean, he's the number two on the team right now. Jahan Dotson, has, is, I don't know what's happened there, but he is, 
He's gone downhill in a ball of fire. Yeah, he's uh, slowly fading. Another yeah. one that's fizzling out here. And I will say that one of the biggest weaknesses the Eagles have is against the slot receivers. So I do expect a pretty good week out of Curtis Samuel. Dallas Goddard, uh, yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's 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 uh, had an awakening the last two weeks, and he's been money. Uh, Logan Thomas, I keep picking him as a smash, and he, he, I don't know. Last week he's had six targets, so yeah, I'm playing him, but uh, I'm not I'm not picking him as a smash anymore. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as we move into those afternoon games, uh, you got Kansas City at Denver, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, please. Um, I guess we're going to talk more about Russell in a, in a few. We sure will. Uh, we will also be talking more about Pacheco, but, yeah, he's in the lineup. Dude's been awesome this season. Javonta Williams has – I mean, I, I'm playing him, but he's he's just been killing. He had, you're not expecting a whole lot. You're no, going to you're God, gonna have that to. That whole offense I don't expect a whole lot of. Yep. Out of um, – I don't really want to play anybody else. Uh, in the whole game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corlin Sutton's interesting, interesting. I'm not even drunk, but uh, interesting to me. Uh, he had a, he had a pretty decent week last week, and uh, he's had over six targets the last two games. Um, but he's he's playing over 85% of the snaps for the most part every week. So he is the, the one right now. So and He's had five touchdowns in seven weeks. I mean, he's literally almost – a touchdown yes. a week so i mean it's yeah he's the go-to guy right now he really is uh jerry judy you know we talked about earlier me trying to decide between him and gabe davis right now which is not a great decision to have to make yeah um i just don't know it's just uh, i don't want to play him against kansas city no so i don't have to so i'll probably end up playing gabe davis against <laughs> Tampa. i don't know that, that's that's <laughs> my, my thing yeah i mean rashi rice is the only wide receiver right now i'm willing to play on the uh kansas city side of the ball rice last week rashi rice had six targets five catches 60 yards at a tud and uh, we've been talking about this for a few weeks you know we're not the only ones it's not like we're talking about it and everybody else is like oh you're stupid yeah i mean the fantasy community uh, has been talking about this for the last few weeks of rice seems to be emerging from that uh, wide receiver room as the guy that, that's going to be the number two uh, receiving option on that team behind Kelsey. So, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I, of course, I, I wish I could play Kelsey on both, like for all my teams. Yeah, I wish yes. I could play him at quarterback and uh, and at wide receiver. Yes, please. Yes, <laughs> I wish please. I could put him in my running back slots I, as a kicker, <laughs> yeah, I, my whatever. defensive linebacker, yeah. all of it. Yeah, this dude. This dude is. They play him like that. I had him out there on defense yeah, the other day. I mean, it's just he just he can't be stopped. He can't. The only thing that can stop Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. Not even that. He had a high ankle sprain and he was still out there playing <laughs> and didn't even miss any time. Yeah. So even Kelsey can't stop Kelsey. Yeah, it's yeah. he's just out there doing it. I yeah. mean, he's he, he he doesn't chop trees down. He bites them down and and uh, and that's how he. I don't know what that means, but it seems like something a really manly person would do. Well, there's something to be said when your tight end is projected to outscore any two of your <laughs> receivers combined. Yeah. His on, projection on either side of the in ball. this league I'm in, and I and I don't know, I can't remember what the scoring is. I'm sure it's full PPR, but he's projected at twenty. Now I will say this might be a tight end premium league too, but he's projected at twenty point three two in this league. In Megaball, he's projected for fourteen points. Rice is eight. Kadarius Tony is six. That's fourteen points. <laughs> Sky Moore is five. Hardman is four. You know, like What's it's Pacheco. Pacheco is fourteen. So, is so Pacheco <laughs> and Kelsey and Mahomes are the, the only three pieces yeah. of this offense that yeah. they're expecting. And for know, it being such a high powered offense, it's funny. There's really only 
Mahomes, Pacheco, and Kelsey that we really want yeah, to play. Everybody really and wants Rice, to play. And Rice, we're willing to play. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, no tight ends for Denver. Um, I, I, I think. Uh, I think uh, Russ has forgotten what tight ends are. Uh, Russ, <laughs> Russ has forgotten a lot of stuff, I think. <laughs> there, there's a lot more than just uh, what tight ends are that's been forgotten there. So. All right, the Sunday night game is going to be the Chicago Bears, the Badgett Bears, uh, versus the the uh, Chargers. Um I'm not playing Badgett, but he looked solid out there for a rookie. He, he's got the swag. He's got the confidence. I like the kid. Um and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how his career progresses. His dad's super cool, too. Did you see that clip with his dad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his I dad. Did, yeah. I saw where he got the confidence from when I saw that his, <laughs> uh, his dad. Um, Herbert, yeah. Yeah, it's a bounce-back game. Let's money. Let's do this. Let's, let's absolutely dominate. Let's yeah. go. The backfield of the Bears. I'm only willing to play two, and if they're both healthy and raring to go, I'm playing Foreman and I'm playing Roshan. Yeah, Roshan. Yeah. Um, against this defense, yes, 100%. Eckler, we need to wake up. We need to get going. Oh, by the way, these teams both have two wins. You would, If you had told me at the beginning of the season that the Sunday night game would be the Bears at the Chargers and both teams would only have two wins, I would have said, you're stupid. <laughs> but that's where we're at. Two and five Bears, two and four Chargers. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's been a rough year. It's for, been a rough year for yeah. the Chargers. I mean, the, the Bears are the, happy they got two wins. The Bears are where we <laughs> thought they would probably yeah, be, but, but the, the Chargers, Chargers are no. not looking good. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen, absolutely. Yes, please. Uh, Josh Palmer. This guy has been emerging. He's having a mini breakout. It has I wouldn't call it a full blown breakout. He's, we still don't have the touchdowns to go with it. But he's getting the targets. He's getting the opportunity. He's making some great catches. I think it's only going to get better as as the season progresses. So he's somebody I've been trying to target a lot. Uh, DJ Moore last week, even with Badgett, um, he had nine targets, eight catches, fifty four yards. He didn't get a score. But yeah, if he's getting those targets and and the eight catches tells me they were decent targets. You know, I didn't watch the game, obviously. So, um, it's Badgett knows. Hey, you come in, you're a rookie. Uh, look for the best player. Exactly. <laughs> Throw yeah. the ball to him. Yeah, make sure he gets the ball within <laughs> yeah. reason, and yeah, let him do his thing. Yeah, but I'm not trying to play any more wide receivers uh, on there. Uh, Cole Komet last week. Um, you know, he had zero targets. I mean, he he didn't. Badgett didn't look his way at all. Not even. So it's yeah. scary to play him. Um, this will be Badgett's you know you have to also take some th- things account. this will be Badgett's second week with this offense yep. being the guy still figuring these things out so this could be like Komet didn't have any targets last week and he has 10 targets this week oh yeah you exactly because I think they're going to have to pass a ton a lot more than they had to pass last week he only threw the ball 29 times last week yeah you know and that's to me, that's kind of low. Even right. with what they were, they were running the ball pretty well. Right. But I mean, it was still, it's still. Pretty yeah, but low. I don't even think uh, Foreman didn't have a ton of work. I just think that they didn't have to do a lot last week against. They got that lead, and who did they play last week? Um, they was played it? Las Vegas. Vegas, that's right. So Dante Foreman had 16 touches for 89 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. So you know, 16. I mean, it's not a ton, but I mean, it's not a, not a little bit. But you know, uh, Everett seems to be reasserting himself he's not getting a ton of targets but he's getting the valuable targets around the the red zone yeah so yeah i'm willing to play him in a pinch uh the monday night game monday monday you got the three and four raiders at the five and two lions jimmy g they slated right now to start i haven't heard is he still he's still questionable but it says he's expected to play week eight so uh, if they get back out there, then that's good for fantasy for for the players that you want on that team. Although I I will say that uh, Devontae Adams 
you know, squeaky wheel game last week. He did yeah. get tons of targets. I'm not Wrong playing targets. Jimmy G in this game. Um, but Goff, yeah, we'll talk more about him uh, coming up. Josh Jacobs, uh, look, I, you're getting all the opportunity, bro. <laughs> you're getting it all. It's you know, it, except he, for last week, you, you know, you've been getting close to 20 carries a week. So it's it's it's. Uh, but you're you're not even you're not even at three and a half yards a carry. He's going to come up later too. Is he? Yeah. Well, I I I, I, I need him to <laughs> to remember. Last year. Now we know that Detroit is tough against the run, and if you got Jacobs, you're playing him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um, it's but we'll talk about yeah, him in a minute. He's so definitely going to get talked about. Um, yeah, I want to play him. Um, I imagine Montgomery's going to be ruled out. He hasn't been official yet, but I mean, the only time I'm going to be worried about not playing uh, Gibbs is if Montgomery comes back. Yeah. So and even then, you could probably still put him out of flex or something. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's. Because he is, but like, this is good for the Gibbs managers. Because if Montgomery stayed healthy all year and Gibbs stayed healthy all year, it would just be Montgomery getting 439 touches a game and Gibbs just being a kind of change of pace every once in a while player. Yeah. But this gives them enough time to realize that Gibbs can do everything they want him to do. So maybe it becomes more of a committee. That's split kind of backfield. Gives him a little. Yeah. More. I mean, he finishes RB3. as long as he can perform, and he in, did last week. Yeah. yeah. In this, in this, yeah, league, he was he great was, last week. But he also he did that on the the back of nine. Receptions, you know, nine receptions, but he also had eleven carries for sixty-eight yards. So, yeah, yeah, he's still know, good against with... Baltimore, so that's pretty solid too. Um, and I think he's the only one that scored a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Devonta Adams. I mean, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers. This dude's having a resurgence. Yeah, uh, he's he is he's just he's there when they need him. He's the over average wide yes. receiver now. Like he's yes, he's past the mark. Uh, yeah, um, Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god's always in your lineup. There's, we yes. didn't need to talk about that. Michael Mayer, we, we were hoping for a bigger week last week, but again, we were still play, we're still playing with the backup. So with Jimmy G coming back against Detroit, Detroit is uh, one of the – they are susceptible to the tight end play, so I wouldn't be scared to play Mayer this week. Yeah, I think um, last week they played both backups. They had Aiden O'Connell out there and um, – Oh, did they? Yeah, because O'Connell came in the game late. Third quarter. Did Boyer get hurt or something? I don't know. Oh. I, I just saw O'Connell out there and then got um, notification that he got put in the game. So gotcha. Um, Laporta, yeah, this guy's a every every week start. There's, we don't even need to talk about that. He, this dude's money. Yeah. So, but there it is. There's the breakdown of some key games and the primetime games coming up for Week Eight. And so from there, this is where things get a little wonky. We're gonna roll into Baker's don'ts. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so this is first for me, and like like you said in the beginning, it's a little different. You get accustomed to like going certain places, looking for certain information, and trying to put together something. So I kind of little outside of my comfort zone here. So bear with me as I work through this struggle. Um, hopefully, I could do as good as you do with yours at minimum. At minimum, right now, I could <laughs> I could go upstairs right now and I could get your your youngest most most beautiful daughter <laughs> who knows zero about football and I could bring her down here and just have her pick players at random. <laughs> and she would do as good as I've been doing at the don'ts. Okay, so so a little pressure off me. Woo, take that off, but I'm going to start with uh Russell Wilson. I, I don't even put him out there. Don't even. I don't care. Go pick up um, somebody off waivers. If you got to, you don't have to play him. You literally don't. You play somebody else. Would you play Baker Mayfield? Yes. If he's, if he's healthy? even if he's even if he's not healthy, I just I don't. I, I'm, I got one for you, Bryce Young against the Texans. Yep. Okay. I sure would. I would play him this week. I would, look, last time 
Russell Wilson this year, last time he played against Kansas City, he threw for 95 yards and two interceptions. Good Lord. And they're playing against Kansas City. On top of it, every game that he's looked really good, they've had to come back, but it's been a trashy defense. And Kansas City's not a trashy no, defense. No, So, I mean, this is going to be – I mean, he put up 6.3 points against Kansas City the last time he played against them. And I, I could probably go dig up a bunch more stats that shows that he sucks and it's going to suck this week. So, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say – if there's anywhere to pivot, uh, anywhere to pivot, uh, pivot somewhere else. Would you this play Badgett? There's a line. <laughs> but yes, probably. <laughs> I, I, like I, <laughs> I'm like Badgett. I still haven't found the line. It's, no, there's line. there is a line, okay. but it's, it's not. I, honestly, I'll tell you this: I'd play Sam Darnold over him if Darnold starts for the Forty Nine. I, I got one for you. Even though I think he was limited today. Uh-oh. Would you play Taysom Hill if 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 you're Ooh. in a platform that allows quarterback? Oh man, would you would you put him in your your quarterback slot over that's, Russell this week? That's a tough or call. A super flex. That is a tough call for me. Um, who are the Saints playing? <laughs> Does, I mean, like they're th- playing the Colts. This stuff makes, at the Colts. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, honestly, you know what? I tell you this. I think that Taysom's ceiling is a lot higher. <laughs> I mean, if if there's no way that I, I don't think I'm if gonna you're win, in the upside game. If if I yeah, need if okay, I need the upside, sense. I'd probably put Taysom out there. Yeah. If I if I know I just need six points and I'm gonna cruise through the game, I'd put Russell out there because I yeah. know I can tell you like, get, like, like five or six, let's take but, for example my bling team. My bling team has been winning despite Brock Purdy the last two weeks. Yeah. Brock Purdy's been doo doo trash, and I've been dominating just straight killing yeah. so it wouldn't really matter so, at that yeah point, so it's I, like... would, I would probably i could i could probably play either one so again i might just play taste <laughs> matter of fact i gotta figure out somebody to play this week because i gotta put bright i only had two quarterbacks um i sacrificed all my draft picks and all my good quarterbacks to build the rest of my roster <laughs> and uh it's all for the championship baby got it gotta go for the ship baby. because when these players get old it's gonna get nasty yeah things, yeah i could definitely <laughs> uh, it's it, it's waiting but uh anyway so I, I know everybody loves hearing about leagues that we're in but yeah. anyway so but, so, I'm, so russell, russell wilson is, he a, is a baker's don't so and this may be the curse of me Make, if he goes out and shows out as QB1 yeah. on the week, I'm going to be whatever. But either still. It will just be like if it was my don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, secondly, I'm going to go with a higher name, and I know a lot of people oh, aren't going to like it, but I'm going with Joshua Jacobs this week. I mean, and, and this is one of those don'ts where it's like you're planning, yeah, you're, you're but, playing, you, but, you, but you better you better curb your uh, and, ideas of yeah, what you your, want. Your excitement on what you want out of him, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're playing against Detroit. I think Detroit's going to come out there – pissed they lost as bad as they did last week yeah and got something to prove Aiden Hutchins he's going he's going to shut Jacobs down and like you said earlier Jacobs is barely averaging over three yards a carry on average throughout the thing it's his pass catching work that he gets most of his points from and there's not a lot of it and before Gus Edwards housed them last week they like I said they were a top defense against the run exactly and I just think I don't if Jimmy Jimmy G comes back he's supposed to be coming back and maybe it's a little better than with the rookie and with uh What's his name? Then last week, but I just yeah. don't think it's going to be that good of a week. I think it's going to okay. be a, a really, really down week. That's a him. that's a ballsy play. That's I, a ballsy. Play. I respect it. I, I, got to put him out there first time. Yeah. See what happens. Put your nuts on the table. See what happens. And then speaking of nuts on the table, uh, <laughs> I'm not playing anybody in Washington's backfield. Okay, you're not playing Brian Robinson. I'm not even playing Brian oh, Robinson. Man, even in this even in this running back landscape. I, let me ask you this: If you Brian Robinson or um, Booty cheeks. 
Booty cheeks. You play booty cheeks. It's a better matchup this week, even as a, even as a backup back, and knowing that he's been getting more work. They're playing the Eagles this week. First you know, of all, the, the the real the reason I just called him booty cheeks is because I couldn't remember his name in a split second. AJ Dillon. AJ, yeah, <laughs> but I knew I, it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got the booty cheeks. Oh yeah. No, he's got yeah. them cheeks. Yeah, definitely. Um. All right. Um, but I'll also point out the last time that Brian Robinson played against Philly, he averaged three yards a carry, and he got lucky to to get the one touchdown. Yeah. Philly so, yeah. also tough against the run. What about Javante Williams? I'd probably still play Javante over. Well, he's at least going to get week. He's going to get a lot of targets. And, and Brian, Brian's not going to target. So. And, so, and, I mean, you know, Antonio Gibson hasn't really been anything this week. Baker's bottom at best. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're, you're hoping Brian Robinson, but I also think the Eagles are going to come out so hard and, and have the lead that it's going to be a pass game anyways. Okay. And there's it, the, Brian Robinson is not just going to – he's not going to get used a okay. lot. So. All so right. that's that's my Baker's. All right, don't. so hit him again. Who, Russell who Wilson, anybody in Washington's backfield, and Joshua Jacobs. All right, so from there we're going to roll into Daniel's power bottoms. Ooh, <laughs> love it. Uh, all right, so again, you know, he talked about how when we do our our, our normal things, we have our own way of researching, and I had to completely change um, because I'm usually looking at who. Who's playing against defenses that uh, is going to stop this position or this player? And today I was looking at what defenses are playing against that allow this position to be good so that these deeper players could maybe flourish because of either injuries or or opportunities from the past. So I I tried to stay within your guidelines that you you try to stick to of the 20% uh, roster share uh, based off a sleeper, I guess. Um, the threshold. Yeah. So you always your bottoms. You try to keep now. Sometimes you, you, maybe you get above that a little bit, depending on what the opportunities are. But it's somewhere we'll say twenty to twenty five percent or less. Or less, yeah. Um, and so I did. I did respect that. And so my bottom is, uh, believe it or not, Pierre Strong is still below that threshold. Okay. Uh, Pierre Strong with uh, running back with Cleveland. They're playing at Seattle. Seattle is middle of the pack against the run. They're not dominating against it, but they do give up yards. You got Kareem Hunt dealing with an issue. It looks like he is going to play, but Pierre Strong could get some touches. He got some touches last week after Ford went down, even with Hunt out there. And so I do expect Pierre Strong to go out there and be able to get you a decent week. I'm not talking about this guy's going to put up 15, but he could get you 8-10 to 10 and you feel pretty good in a pinch. So Pierre Strong with Cleveland against Seattle. Uh, th- this next one is is a rookie receiver who, who showed up last week in a big way for New England. That's Demario Douglas. Playing at Miami, I expect him to have to pass a lot. Now, Juju's coming back, and that could hamper this, but Demario Douglas looked very dynamic out there, and uh, he was getting open. I think he had 11 targets um, and and caught like seven of them. So um, I think uh, for a bottom, I think Demario Douglas could go out there and have a really big week, and he's still like well below that 20% roster range in redraft. Yes. And then last but not least is Connor Hayward. The backup tight end at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville is 29th against tight ends. Um, they do, they they do lean on their tight end a bit there in Pittsburgh. Um, and Muth has been out a few weeks, and Connor Hayward has been eight. Yeah. You know, he's getting four or five targets a game. He's he's getting catching three of them. Is you know, thirty yards or whatever. So I think this week maybe he he gets into the end zone. Maybe he gets a few more targets. But if you're in a really bad pinch. And uh, you're you're struggling for a tight end. Connor Hayward could be your answer um, out there. So there it is, my uh, 
Daniels Power Bottoms, Pierre Strong, uh, running back with Cleveland, Demario Douglas, wide receiver with New England, and Connor Hayward, tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nice. Uh, All right, and we're going to close this out now with <clears throat> our smashes of the week, and hopefully we perform better in this Dude. as well. All right, that'll work. This is 60 minutes. I don't know. It's not even a clock. But. Yeah, I know, but it does. It reminds me of that every time. Yeah, it really same. does. It it's does. Same. Um, all right, so go ahead and kick it off with your, your quarterback smash of the week, Larry Baker. My quarterback smash of the week, and hoping that it is a get-right week. He had kind of a down week last week. and this Wait is, a minute, are you taking my quarterback? Because that's the same exact man, argument I'm about to give. This guy, I'm pretty certain he's playing at home. Is this still? Holy <laughs> shit. I'm worried now that we actually have the same quarterback. Justin Herbert. Oh, thank for, God. For the Chargers, <laughs> this, that 2-14 and 14 we talked about. Yes. I, I, I just We all want it. We all need it. I just think this is going to be it. He's going to come out. I hope so. He's just going to blow the doors off. It's going to be a big game. Everybody's going to get the ball. We see Eckler get right, too, but I'm looking at Justin Herbert having a big game this week. All right. Well, my quarterback smash of the week is Jared Goff. Versus the Raiders at home. Nice. They went out and got their their everything handed to them. Yes. Their pride, their dignity, um, it was all stripped away from them, and just scoop putting a pile on the ground, and then Lamar Jackson picked it up and, and ran it and, in the end zone. Yeah, it ran it into the end zone <laughs> and then spiked it, and they took a shit on it yep. and walked away. And then Mark Andrews shit on it, and <laughs> Gus Edwards shit on it, and they all yeah. just... And so they, they got housed, they got dominated, they got humbled, and I think this is a week where the, we're going to see what they're made of. You know, so I think Goff coming back home, his his home-to-road splits are pretty drastic generally. I mean, he had a good game two weeks ago against Tampa Bay on the road, but... For the most part, there's his splits. Uh, he plays way better at home. Yeah. That's where he likes to be. The Raiders, as we know, their def- I will say that the Raiders' defense the last two to three weeks. If you look at the beginning of the season, it's like if you just you take away that when they were blowing ass at the beginning of the year, yeah. and you look at them now, they have made a drastic change. There is something that's changed schematically with them. Um, but I still think that the Lions are going to be able to go out there and not necessarily have their way, but they're going to have a good game against have them. A good game. And I think this is a, also a get-right game for the Lions and for Jared Goff to reassert themselves as a team that is um, five and two for a reason. Yeah, five I and mean, two for a reason, and, yeah. and we're considered a top bowl, uh, Super Bowl contender. So, yep. uh, my running back smash of the week is Isaiah Pacheco playing at Denver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Pacheco has been super solid all year. He has been uh, somebody that I'm, you know, beginning of the season, uh, I, w- I was going after him a lot in some dynasty leagues, and people were talking trash. They're like, this guy's, you know, you, you know, every, for some reason, every player has a group of haters. Oh, yeah. In the dynasty community. They, and they're just, they're sitting there and they're just waiting to just shit on this guy. Like, there's the, like, right now you got the Bijan haters. It's like last week, the Bijan haters came out of the woodwork. Yeah, exactly. And you got the Jamar Gibbs haters, or, and, and Jameer Gibbs haters. It's, and, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so you got the Pacheco haters who were just like, this guy's garbage, blah, blah, blah. Well, I try to take advantage of the haters. I, hopefully, the haters have those players, and then I can buy them at a, at a, at a, at a, buy them cheap. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Get them cheap. Um, and so, uh, but Pacheco has been, I, He's been a set it forget it running back for me this season. Yeah, I mean he's not dry, he's not putting up McCaffrey numbers, but he's doing good this this season. And I think this week he's going to go out there against Denver and, and uh, he's going to have a, a good week um, out there. So who is your running back smash of the week? I'm gonna jump on the train real quick. Let okay. let, it, let everybody know. Choo choo, motherfucker. This is me jumping on the train. I'm going with Travis Etienne. 
Uh, this is three weeks in a row against decent defenses. Buffalo three weeks ago, Indianapolis two weeks ago, New Orleans last week. He's hit. He's got two rushing touchdowns in each game. He's used in the past game. Yeah. Dude's been just absolute money. He's always on the other side. Well, of we're talking about haters. Over. I wouldn't say I was an Etienne hater, but I was not an Etienne believer. It, it, similar. And I mean, it, it, it go in the offseason and stuff, so I have to tip my, my hat to him. And this he, is I've me eating crow. Yeah. He's a smash for me this week. Yeah. This is going to be a big money. for him against I think Pittsburgh. he's a top. He's easily a top five running back right now. Oh, yeah. He's he's killing it out there. And I'm, I want to get a little piece of it now. I'll go ahead and put it out there. This is me eating crow. Etienne's going to smash this yeah. week. Love it. Love it. Well, who's your wide receiver <clears> smash? Wide receiver. This might upset um, – uh, one of our co-hosts occasionally because this is gonna it's gonna be the divider week, but AJ Brown is gonna smash <laughs> everything this week. It's gonna be humongous. Hey, it's gonna be the biggest week of AJ Brown's Listen, season. I've seen some big weeks, but this week's gonna be the biggest. Let me tell you, biggest. I've seen big weeks. I have had big weeks. I know big weeks. Yes, uh, but, no one knows big weeks like I know big weeks. Okay, I don't know why we just all of a sudden went to the Trump. I don't know, impression. but it works. But I, but uh, but I will say a little. I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag a little bit on Andrew here. He called me up today trying to figure out how to work a deal. He's got McCaffrey. But he doesn't have a ton of depth on his team. He needs wide receiver help and he needs tight end help pretty bad. Yeah. My uh, youngest son has a team where he has his his top running back right now, I think, is like Chuba Hubbard. He is oh, hurting. Wow. But he's got Kelsey and he's got A.J. Brown, who's essentially been carrying his team. Yeah. And so he's like, how can I get Kelsey and A.J. Brown from him with McCaffrey? And so I was helping him work out a um, put together what I thought would be it. Now, I'm look, if I'm. If I've got those two, I'm not dealing them for the deal that he offered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was a fair deal. And so to to uh so as much trash as he talked, he's out here now trying to make trades to get AJ Brown. So. <laughs> well, I just say I I looked at it look when he played in week four they played Washington. AJ Brown had thirteen targets, nine receptions, hundred and seventy five yards and two touchdowns. And I'm looking at he's gonna have that repeat. Against Washington again this week, they can scheme all they want. This dude is just Absolutely, magnet. He's going to have a big, big week. Yeah, and just definitely. All right, I love it. it. My wide receiver smash is Terry McLaurin playing against Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a bit susceptible to the pass game and the wide receivers. And uh, McLaurin has been reasserting himself as the alpha of that Washington Footy McFootball Manders team. And uh, I expect him to go out there and, uh, and and keep doing that against. Against the Eagles, uh, Darius Slay is a top corner in this league, and I'm sure he's going to be on McLaurin a good bit. But one thing I know about Sam Howell is he's not afraid to throw into coverage. <laughs> and so <laughs> I need McLaurin to just make some big plays when he gets the opportunity, and I think he will. Um, again, he he's a crisp route runner. He's one of the better receivers in the league. He's been mired in terrible quarterback plays since he's coming to the league. But I, I, I hope him, I expect him and, and need him to have a big week this week. So Terry McLaurin is my wide receiver smash of the week. And then at tight end, my smash of the week is Darren Waller at the Jets. Nice. Darren Waller has has kindly reminded everyone in these last two weeks that he is a top tight end in this league. He's the he dude. can dominate even for a shitty offense, even for a backup quarterback. And um and so um the Jets are a very tough defense. They're one of the top five defenses in the league, but they bleed points to tight ends. They are the worst team in the NFL currently against fantasy tight ends. And I think that if the Giants have any chance of keeping that game remotely close, Darren Waller is going to have to be 
heavily involved. Um, that is if Tyrod or da- Daniel Jones or whoever's playing quarterback doesn't get murdered by the pass rush. But so Darren Waller is going to be that that check down over the middle a lot of plays, I think. And then if they can figure out how to to get him down, uh, you know, the seam uh, on a couple big plays, I think it could be a really good week for Darren Waller. So who's your tight end smash of the week? My tight end smash of the week is George Georgathan Kittle. George Georgia is George Defense his, his I have middle no name? idea. I just I was looking at it and I was gonna say I don't know why I was thinking <laughs> I don't know why but I looked so you at went with George Georgia Finn. George Georgia Kittle. It it rolled off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> it rolled right off the tongue, man. Yeah, it, it it rolled off of something. It did, yeah. I, I don't know where it came from. But this is this right, is a so guy. Tell me about it, Mr. Georgiafin. <laughs> when he was growing up, did he? You know, did the kids call him by his first name or his middle name? Did they call him? They got they call him George or they call him Georgiafin? Well, they called him George, which was short for Georgiafin of his middle name. He doesn't go by his first George. He goes by the shorter version of his middle name, which is George. <laughs> that's gold. That's gold. It's like no, no, no. Oh, so you go by your first name? No, 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 no. no. I, I go by my middle name, but. It's just a short it's version, a short of, version of it. But it's the same as your first name. It, but it's, no, not. it's not. It's, it's my, my middle name. name. <laughs> <laughs> there I go. Accidentally uh, naming people again. Good Lord. All right. So tell me about George Thin. George Thin. Uh, anywho, um, this is a guy who has been very, very disappointing through most of this year. Um, yes. I, I mean, Buster, he. he, he it, it, it's either a great game or he shits on your whole roster. It's mostly the shitting, though. It's it's a, a majority of shitting with one good game. Like, well, I think there's two. I think there's two. He got this scoring. He got 12 points one week and 26 one week, and the rest is three, four, right. one, and not even one. Okay, but this is against Cincinnati, who's kind of susceptible, and plus. Oh, we got Sam Darnold coming into the game, most likely, and I think he will lean on Kittle, and he will lean on McCaffrey. So I see it being a big game for both of and these And Darnold teams. knows McCaffrey. D- they've played together. Yeah. I mean, D- McCaffrey is the forever smash, exactly. just so everybody knows. Yeah, th- this would be the smash be- of the week. He's going to be in well, – uh, I, I don't know if that's – I don't know if that, that game's on the main slate. It is. Oh, man. It this is going to be in all my DFS. I, I got a stack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we might have the same stack. <laughs> The Darnold McCaffrey stack. That's, that's the best just, stack. That's my stack. That's it's, the best it is, stack. It's the you best get the stack. cheapest quarterback and the and most the, expensive running back. Exactly. It, I love it, it. It makes up that whole difference. It's, that's uh, I love that is. stack. But <laughs> anyway, I'm, so. I'm definitely smashing on Kittle this week. I think it's going to be a good week for him. I, you know, like I said, that's kind of security blanket for Darnold if he comes out there trying, you know, keep them afloat. They've lost two games yeah. in a row now. Yeah, and oh, yes. and, and now they're play, having to play the backup quarterback. So, and they're going to be under a lot of pressure to come through with this game. So, I mean, something's going to happen, and I think Kittle's got to be part of it if it's going to okay. happen. Plus, we missed out on Kittle on tight end week because he had a shitty week this week. So That's true. That's we need true. that. We need that comeback. We need to. We need him to get back out there and the, score the some Kim Kardashian points. story. Yes, we need we need the Kardashian story, the, the comeback story, the Kittle and Kardashian story. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> oh, that's right the next. Oh, wait, a wait, are you breaking news right now? It's Georgia Finn oh. and and Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Are they an item? Do oh you have God. some intel that man, I don't know I, about? <laughs> man, I, I hope I just accidentally spilled some beans, man. I'm hoping that right now. Oh God! Oh, no, man, that's that like it's like San Francisco is like they're not trying to game plan the whole time. They're like, 
how can we get the, the get this uh, publicity that Kansas City's getting? All like, right, who wants to go out and? And it's like, wait a minute, who can we hook Kittle up? It's tight ends apparently, and it's like, what about Kim Kardashian? I mean, I think she's single now, right? I, yeah, maybe. I I really don't know, but yeah, this is a. Oh, that God. would be crazy if tomorrow we see on Twitter Georgia Finn, and we do, and we also find out his middle name really is Georgia. <laughs> I tell you what, if if any of that comes true, I'm opening up a psychic shop just outside. And I'm of your town. number one customer, bro. Oh God! I'd be like, God, I just accidentally stumble upon the shittiest information that's so true. It doesn't even mean anything to anybody, but it's 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 true. It's the true. best part of Georgia Finn is the fact that he still uses his middle name, but it's the short version. It's not his first name. And you just see him arguing it vehemently, like, no, <laughs> no, it's not my first name. It's my middle name, shortened. It's like this doesn't make any like. Yeah, what are you talking? Why? why? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Uh, all right. I don't. That was that was funny. If, if, it, Sorry, it, it may not be funny to anybody else, but it was funny to me. So. Yeah, it was funny to me too. It made me laugh. <laughs> so there it is. There's the. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. There is the week eight preview, and uh, tomorrow we will be hitting it back with some DFS advice. Hopefully it's way better than the DFS <laughs> advice that we dished out last week because that was bad advice. Yeah, no, mine was pretty garbage. I mean, I, mine was more garbage. Yeah, mine was uh, pretty garbage. There was a player update that just came across where I make sure. Up, uh, Tyler Lockett's not questionable, so that's awesome. Uh oh. Anyway, yeah. so uh, if anything we say or do helps you get to that average place in your league, then we did our jobs. Because if you finish average, that means you didn't finish last. So I hope you guys have a good fantasy week out there. And for those of you who want some some just average dfs advice get back with us tomorrow yes later later